Hey guys, welcome back to the Hansie's Wealth Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, why I want to own a junior hockey program. It's obviously been a huge uh, goal of mine for multiple, multiple years now. Not even multiple years, like ever since I played junior hockey down in Kissimmee, Florida for the Vipers, when we were in the USPHL thing, when it was all going through its changes and crap down there. And um, I met this guy named uh, Michael Chigasola. And he just changed my world on the outlook of management of hockey, the process of managing a hockey team, what it goes into owning a team, what the players need, what you structurally need for kids when they come in from out of town, out of state, especially out of countries, you know, like you're getting kids from Israel, Russia, Germany. And he was able to structure us all to where we loved being around each other. Every day was fun. I mean, every day you wanted to go to practice. Some teams I played on, you're like, fuck. I have to go to practice today. This is going to suck balls, dude. We're going to bag skate again like we always do if we miss a puck. Just stupid shit like that, like making you not love it as much. You don't need the bag skate every time you fucking miss a puck. You should actually teach the fundamental. Why did you miss the puck? Why is your stick not on the ice this way? Why is your stick bent this way? Why do you not have recall when the puck comes towards you? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot to look at fundamental-wise of why you didn't catch that fucking puck instead of let's just skate you and make you more nervous. But anyways... That's another reason I want to own a team is because I don't feel like all of them are managed correctly with hockey people that love it. It's like, oh, you bring in this coach and he's just looking at moving up to the next level. He's looking just for top talent. How can we get kids in here, let them play for free if other kids have to pay 11000 to make it a little extra to make up for this kid because he's so fucking good? That shit's just bullshit, you know what I mean? You need to have people in a hockey organization that come in and they want to teach from everything from management so your owner should be teaching the management how to be leaders, and they should be teaching the kids how to be leaders. It all starts from the ownership group. And I feel like in a lot of hockey, it lacks leadership from the top to the bottom. Everyone's confused who's running who at some points. I mean, I was at, uh, I was coaching a junior hockey team. I'm not going to say the name or anything. But these kids called the coach a ball as fuck, okay? And the coach and the assistant coach walked off the ice. I'm, I'm the goalie coach just standing there like, shit. I'm 21 years old. I'm almost as old as the kids here. I got to earn their respect somehow. Luckily, I did, and it was really good. And after that season of me coaching, halfway through, I quit because it was just a shit show. Like, I couldn't do it anymore watching this stuff. But I took and was like, I'm going to own a team next. I know I'm going to do it. So I created a team called the Holland Badgers, and they were going to play out of Holland, Michigan. I found this guy who was creating a league called the Independent Junior Hockey League. Honestly, I thought it was going to be the greatest thing ever. We had kids signed from Israel. I had a bunch of kids that I coached the year before in junior hockey that signed with me. A couple from Michigan. They were just from all over the place, but they were excited to come in and play hockey there. Even some from Oklahoma. and They were like diehard ready to play for us, and they weren't bullshitting around. like They knew this program was going to come in. It was going to be structured. You weren't going to allow to do the same shit you did before on your previous teams. And we want to move you on, whether that be video editing, if our video editing team has to stay up a couple extra hours every day to make sure everybody gets their stuff off, and then make sure everything's processed correctly, that that player is getting shown to everybody in the higher levels, whether that's higher level junior, um, college, professional rankings, overseas hockey. There's a lot that goes into promoting a player, and I think too many people get focused on promoting the coach or promoting the wins. Where you should be like promoting your alumni, like, hey, look how many kids moved on to pro. Like, that's what we wanted to focus on. That's what we wanted to bring. So, the Holland Badges were started. We're signing kids. Everything's going good. We have badass buses, an amazing rink. Like, the rink was just phenomenal. 
And then out of nowhere, the league website goes down one day. I don't get a call from the league at all. It just the, the site's gone. Like, whoa, what the fuck happened? So now everybody thinks the Holland Badgers are a joke, right? And you know, we're with this league. It folded. Ha ha. It's a scam. And so I got like about 20 players just sitting here like, oh, shit, Hansy, what are we doing? I'm sitting there like, hey, guys, I'm going to try to find teams or leagues to let us in or join. So I emailed every league in the U.S. and a couple in Canada. Hey, can we come play games as independent? We just lost this much money. Like, we're still trying to structure this for the kids. You know, hey, we'll fly out here. We'll pay all these bills. And I couldn't even get an answer back. It was just, it sucked. You know, I felt bad for these kids. So we did everything we could to place these kids on new teams and make sure they're okay. And still to this day, I talked to 50% of them. Like, it's phenomenal what it, it was able to do friendship-wise, business-wise, networking-wise, and just to see these kids succeed in life. is It's amazing. So anyways, fast forward a couple more years. I get an offer to buy the Billings Bulls. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is the universe telling me it's time to buy some hockey teams or put a hockey team in the place here and start. Here's the problem. My main industry is cannabis. I work with all the dispensaries in Montana. Well, not all of them, but a main majority of them. And a lot of big branded ones. Plus, we work with vape shops. And then we have stores, you know, in Minnesota, Pennsylvania. But when a hockey program looks like, oh, shit, where are we going to bring someone in from that kind of environment? Which I look at it as like, it's a business. We're legal. You know, we, we've paid our dues. And at the same time, we're very smart individuals because look at the competition we deal with every day, just like hockey. You have to promote yours to make people want to come to your shop when you can't even promote the product legally with how the rules are designed in Montana. So you have to be really smart business-wise, and that's given me the ability to network and also see things from different perspectives. So the Bulls ended up being a very high chunk of change that I felt just was not going to be able to be a success if I bought it. Because if I put over $100,000 in buying a team already, and then we have to pay league fees plus get all the tentative stuff done with an ice rink such as locker rooms, ice slots, practice slots, buy pucks, buy practice jerseys, game jerseys, game socks, helmets, gloves, um, all the off-ice equipment, skate sharpeners, etc. Your bills, you're, you're getting close to three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 at that point, maybe even half a million. Where if you start a team, you can really budget what you're doing, where the money's going, how it's going instead of, oh shit, we're really far in debt right now. So Montana Sun Grown is our CBD company. I played triple hockey and I thought it was very interesting how these AAA hockey teams uh, embraced big sponsorships like Honda or, you know, there's a bunch of them, obviously. I just, my mind's going blank. There's a tire, Bell Tire, you know, like that's huge up in Michigan. Little Caesars. Um, so we wanted to take Montana Sun Grown and put it towards a hockey program showing that there's going to be great leadership here. We're not going to mess around. Like Everything's going to be ran just like a business. When the kids come in, you're treated just like everybody else. There's no political stuff. Like You're coming here to succeed, and if you don't want to be here to succeed, we're going to get you somewhere else where you can party because that's not what we're here for because, one, you're going to ruin my main brand, and you're going to ruin the hockey brand, which I watched happen in Billings once, and we're not going to fucking do that again. So that was the whole point of that. It's a structure. We can bring people in from Montana Sungrown with our video production teams, our photo editing teams, our, you know, just everything to help build the production around these players and make it more of a success and more fun for the community. Because at the end of the day, we have to entertain the people that come to see our players. Not only are we trying to move them on, but we're trying to entertain our fans. What makes you want to come to our hockey game over a Rocky football game, over an MSU basketball game? Like, we have to dial it in and be like, hey, 
what do these fans want? What do they want to see? What kind of players are they looking to bring in? You know what I mean? Because they're going to look at us and be like, hey, we have to build these players. Are they good kids? Do they listen? Are they going to help me take out the trash, help me keep my house clean? Are they going to treat my kids respectfully? There's a lot of components to look at just putting these players in someone's houses. And now you got to look at, hey, is the billet responsible? Are they home at night? Are they just going to leave the house for a party for these kids? Are they going to allow these kids to drink? Because that's a big fucking no-no. You know what I mean? So you got to look at how everything's going to structure, how it's going to play out. Because bad publicity when you got 18-year-olds is not a good look when they're drinking and doing all this shit. And especially when you already own a cannabis company and people are going, well, how are you going to make it so they don't smoke cannabis? Well, let me tell you, they're going to have a drug test every fucking month. And if you fail that drug test, if the whole fucking team fails the drug test, guess what? We're forfeiting because we're not going to play like that bullshit. If you come here to play hockey, you come here to play hockey. If you want to smoke weed and bullshit, go to a different team. Like just because the company that owns you works with that kind of industry doesn't give you the right to do that kind of stuff when you're an athlete. When you're an athlete, you sign up to be an athlete. And that's what the players are going to recognize and understand when they come to our program. There's plenty of programs that'll let you party and do whatever the fuck you want. But that's not really what we're looking to do. So the whole thing with now with Sungrown Hockey is to build a structure for players, billets, coaching, management, and ownership to all work as one within the community and bring something really special, whether that be in Billings or a different city here in Montana. But the goal is there, and we're just going to keep persevering until it happens. So I know everyone asked me out of my friends, hey, why do you want to start a junior hockey team? That's the reason. That's kind of some of the stuff. I know I just rambled on, but that's today's podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed, and that's why Hansy wants to own a junior hockey team.